Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Water is a story. And uh, in the discussion of what's going on at LEAP, this Lebanon project where the land was taken, this from the Indiana Economic Development Corporation, building out this um, area of growth for a hard tech corridor. For the I-69 hard tech corridor. I'm not opposed to the concept of building. But this movement of water thing has become a real story. And people are aware of when it's being discussed so much so that the mayor of Lebanon has reached out to me. We will set up that interview and we will discuss it. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Um... The water subject is a very, very real one. And we have seen, and I think that Indiana has seen, that sometimes cities, municipalities, what have you, uh, will uh, create land utilization that they don't necessarily agree with. And I think that uh, there's an extent to which people have become inert to this. It's one of those things that happens. Oh, it's just the city trying to grow the city. It's just, just the city doing, doing its thing. Um, the water conversation is very, very, very different. The water conversation is a question of whether or not we should be transferring water from point A to point B for a specific purpose, meaning the building out of this LEAP district. Is that a reason to be piping in water? There's a commentary that's heard on WIBC from Brad Chambers, the former uh, Secretary of Commerce, of course, led the IEDC. He's running for, for governor. Nice dude. We'll get him on the show. In January, we're going to have all the candidates on the show. As long as they agree to sit down with me for an hour on video. I don't tell them what the questions are beforehand. We're going to sit down for an hour. And then we're going to bring everything here. Um, We've got a lot of water in Indiana. We have excellent uh, ability to have access to water in Indiana. And he used the, the argument that If you build a power plant and then we have utility lines and we move that electricity over to other parts of the state, it's the same thing. Ah, I don't know if it's the same thing. I don't know if that could be seen as the same thing. That's an argument that I'd love to hear kind kind of expanded upon. But I'm not so sure that could be seen as the same thing. 
because what's being proposed is a water pipeline to run from Lafayette to Boone County. And it is Governor Holcomb that has ordered the Indiana Finance Authority to overtake a water study, to take over, I should say, a water study, that's going to show if the pipeline could create differences for the future of Tippecanoe County. Now, this uh, is reporting from from WRTV, uh, Meredith Hackler reporting. You see that, uh, Dr. Claudine Gay of Harvard? That's how you cite your source. Um, there isn't enough water in Boone County to support what this, this, this leap thing is. So the plan is to pump in water from the Wabash River in Tippecanoe County. So the people of Tippecanoe are concerned. Then there was uh, the Citizens Action Coalition which released a a report saying that the LEAP district puts Hoosier access to water at risk. The Lebanon mayor, Matt Gentry, is saying that's just not true. Well, to say it's just not true is one thing. To show that it's just not true is something else. And to not recognize the concerns of citizens is a serious issue. We will get uh, Mayor Gentry on the show, and, and we will discuss it. I was, somebody said, hey, can I share your information with Mayor Gentry? I said, yes. I got a text. Uh, I got to assume it's him. We will reach out. We will get on the show because certainly I know I never mind when people send me things via text or via email, but only through discussion are we able to share it with you. And I'm not interested in, in someone thinking, and, and, and I should say no one should ever think this of me. Well, I sent Tony a text and he'll say it and it'll be over. No, 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 no. That's not the way it works. That is not the way it works. We engage here. That's what we, that's what we do. This is a big story. And I, and I think that there is a, a real shock from the, the powers that be that people are not just buying in saying this is the greatest thing ever. I want to say, for the record, I'm not opposed to this Lebanon Innovation District. I'm not opposed to this kind of growth. But questions have to be answered, and one of the first questions is exactly how much impact or input have, have the people had? Or has this just been thrown on them in, in Lebanon and in other areas, and now it's going to be thrown on them in Tippecanoe County, and they're going to be patted on the head by the state of Indiana and say, oh, well, I don't know if that's going to fly. All to provide Eli Lilly with a little more love? Hmm. What, that's not how it looks? Because, hold on, wait for it. That's how it looks. So I look forward to digging in more, and I invite people who are a part of this, who want to share their thoughts, to reach out. Tony at TonyCats.com. On all sides of this, let's understand what's happening. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. You can now take the meme, uh, sorry, this is a Wendy's drive-thru, and you could replace it with, sir, it's a New York Times story. I didn't know it would get such a reaction. It is weird sometimes how things on social media uh, move. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. 
good to be with you. Don't forget to join me at noon uh, on Tony Katz today. Border Week presented by Americans for Prosperity. We're bringing every piece of the border, the economic impact of what we do and of what we don't do, why walls work, what is actually attracting people to the country, what does it mean to be humanitarian? Because this isn't just about the people trying to cross. This is about the Americans who are being abused by the system and what the system does to them and where they live and the total intransigence. Sorry, that's the cold. Intransigence on Capitol Hill. Stunning. Stunning. So we've got uh, those stories uh, for Border Week presented by Americans for Prosperity, and that is at noon right here on WIBC. But Bill Ackman has been front and center hedge fund guy, billionaire. I should have gone into hedge funds. I went into radio. (laughs) It was a dream, I tell you, a dream. And look at my dreams have come true. Hedge fund billionaire is such a standard term. You know what you never hear? Radio billionaire. Never, never comes up. You never hear that. You sometimes you hear radio not so bad in there, but uh, but not 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 radio billionaire. Nope, hedge fund billionaire. That just rolls trippingly off the tongue. But Bill Ackman has given money to these types of universities, and has been very aggressive since the horrific commentaries of the president of Harvard, Claudine Gay who clearly gets to keep her job because DEI is more important to Harvard than their own academic standards. She failed the academic standards. She engages no academic rigors. She is not a leader of any kind. She gets to keep her job because having a black woman as president of the university is more important than whether or not she stole from other people's works and tried to pass it off as her own. The NAACP said this attack is just proof of white supremacy to which the NAACP should sit down. You sound ridiculous. Claudine Gay, the president of Harvard, has no academic standards and is now in a position to hold other people to academic standards that she not only failed, she purposely failed, she absolutely stole other people's content, stole other people's work and passed it off as her own. Others do that, they get thrown out of Harvard. She does it, she gets to keep her job as president. And you think this is about white supremacy? No, no, this is about the horrors of DEI that you, NAACP, support! So with all due respect, sit down. You sound crazy. You are completely dishonest. And until you're starting to, will, to until you're willing to join us in the world of I don't know rational thought, we're gonna ignore you because you deserve to be ignored because you won't seriously address an issue. You should be ashamed of your damn selves, Bill Ackman has been pushing for these universities to push these presidents out. And he noted that the New York Times published a story with the headline, Bill Ackman's campaign against Harvard followed years of resentment. And he says the premise of the story is false. I have no held no resentment toward Harvard ever, and I have none now. And he goes on to tell a story that 
He wanted to make a donation to Harvard to get a certain professor in who he thought he would be very, very helpful. But he didn't have all the finances together in order to make the endowment to be able to, to get the professor. So he utilized from a company, I mean, this is, this is big money stuff, but go with it. Stock, it said here, take the stock. The stock is worth uh, 10 mil. If the stock price goes up, you can have the difference and together we'll figure out where to allocate it. If the stock price goes down, I guarantee the 10 million, but I don't have the cash on hand yet. Here you go. In order to make these things happen. Well, the stock ended up doing very well and it made a ton of money because there was a sale. He calls up Harvard and says, this is great. This happened a couple years later. This is great. Now let's talk about what to do for Harvard with... <laughs> Dang cough, I apologize. Let's talk about what to do with the windfall from, from this stock going up. This is great news. Harvard says, yeah, um, we sold it. And he goes, what do you mean you sold it? We had a deal set up. I was going to guarantee, it was, it was worth 10 million. I was going to guarantee the 10 million no matter what. Why would you sell? What's the even point of selling it? You had the guarantee of the 10 mil if it had gone up. We get to now utilize it for Harvard. We lost out on millions. So that's the story. He's like, that's not resentment. That's they made a mistake. And they kept telling me how they'd get to the bottom of it and explain it to me, and they never did. Which, of course, is probably the Harvard way. They don't explain themselves to you. They just take your money. They demand that you donate to them. Their multi-billion dollar endowment clearly isn't enough. So the New York Times didn't report it this way. To which I responded, sir, it's a New York Times story. Getting the facts right is not important to them. I thought that was a simple statement. Boom. But sometimes when you hit the truth in simplicity, it carries 2,500 likes later. I, for something that everybody knows. It's a New York Times story. The facts are insignificant. The support of a fellow traveler is the only thing that matters to them. That's the only thing they care about. I didn't know that was such a shock to the system. But here we are. If you follow me on X at Tony Katz, you'll see what I'm talking about. And yeah, you know it. The New York Times doesn't care about facts. It cares about the agenda. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you, Philip, on the news. Presented by Absolute Wealth Management, LLC. The Absolute Wealth Retirement Planning Show, Sundays, 9 a.m. on WIBC and WIBC.com. Dow futures are up 48. NASDAQ futures up 32. Mortgage refinance demands up 19%, exactly as we saw it, guys. You see how... Uh, the 30-year fixed mortgage rates have gone down. The 10-year treasury is now at 4.182. That's where it's at right now. And that 4.182, if we were to compare it to 
um, three months ago, you're talking about in the fives. Three months ago, you would have been in the same place. A month ago, you were talking about in the fives. It's what you were talking about, which meant that the 30-year fixed was in the 8% range. But now, a 30-year fixed is down in the, what, 7.2s? And people are saying, well, it isn't going to go lower. Let's get it done now. Let's take advantage of our opportunity now. Compared to the 8%, this was great. Um, National average is 7.42, but I think people are finding them at at lower rates than that, that according to Bankrate. It makes sense, but it's also so amazing that that the, the housing supply is still tight. Home prices are still high. I'm curious as to where people think things are here in Indianapolis. There are, there are stories that, that come out about where, where the housing market is. Um, I, this is IBJ with the reporting. Sales of existing homes in central Indiana see steep November decline. I'd be curious to see if they see some opportunity uh, in, in December because of the, the interest rates finally coming down after the, the 10-year treasury has come down. Pending home sales were down 2.9% on a year-over-year basis um, in in November. But, I, I, I mean, I have some realtor friends, and I'm not hearing it's the end of the world as we know it. No one is saying crash. No one is saying anything like that. I mean, maybe, the, maybe they're, they're thinking about it, but in terms of active, proactive conversation, not seeing that one. Existing home sales in the 16-county area dropped um, from 2,558 in November of 22 to 2,200 in November of 23. It's a drop of 14%. November sales also fell 4.5% from the previous month. But I'm not seeing house prices go down. It's pretty fascinating. And as we discussed yesterday, the down payment on a house... Is over thirty three hundred dollars. Not the I'm sorry, not a down payment. The mortgage, the actual mortgage, that's the that's the average mortgage payment, thirty three hundred dollars. That's that's taking a bite out of uh, your ability to uh, spend on other things and other places and other ways as you see fit. I mean, that's you're you're starting to really create definitions, if you will. For the idea of house poor. And that why is that why people are maybe they're they're not as many buyers because they're like, yeah, I can't I can't be any part of this. What are you? What are you crazy? Who in the world can be part of this? No thanks. I'll uh I'll wait. Well, some people can't wait, and that's why they're taking advantage of this of this down of this downturn because they just got to get what they can. And if they see that there's an opportunity now, they're going to take it. They're, and they're not wrong for doing so in the slightest. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning.
Republicans in Congress plan to vote today to make the House impeachment inquiry of President Biden official. A month-long investigation has not found evidence of wrongdoing by the president, and the White House denies that there is any. Nicole Killian is on Capitol Hill. Nicole, good morning. So what's the connection here? Hey, good morning to you, Nate. Last week's indictment of the president's son, Hunter Biden, gave Trump's allies here in Congress the push to move forward now. The House was already investigating whether President Biden improperly benefited from foreign business dealings allegedly involving his son, Hunter, and other family members. The White House calls it a fishing expedition that lacks evidence. Today's vote is on a resolution that tells the committees that were already investigating Biden to keep going and determine whether sufficient grounds exist to impeach. Many Republicans hope that making the investigation more official will help them enforce subpoenas. The House Oversight Committee, which is leading the impeachment probe, has subpoenaed Hunter Biden and asked him to testify behind closed doors this morning. But his attorney says he won't appear unless it's public. A committee spokesperson says if he doesn't show, the panel will initiate contempt of Congress proceedings. Now, separate two things out if you will, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and this impeachment inquiry. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Hunter Biden is a shady dude. Hunter Biden is uh, doesn't pay his taxes, doesn't have some accidental issue, doesn't have some dear Lord taxes are just way too complicated issue, doesn't have an, oh my gosh, I forgot about a, a Roth IRA over here issue. He has a, I bought hookers, I didn't pay my taxes issue. He has a, I lied on a federal form to purchase a firearm, which I then abandoned in a garbage can issue. Never mind all his other ethical issues about being a foreign agent, not registering as a foreign agent, about getting paid by China and Ukraine and how that money flowed to members of his family. All his issues. Joe Biden has a different issue. It's a question of what he knew and when he knew it. And how the money that flowed through Hunter ended up with him. And how he clearly was aware of his son's overseas business dealings when he told us he wasn't. How he clearly was on the phone with Hunter Business Associates and yet they want to tell us this didn't matter. He was emailing with Hunter Business Associates Utilizing fake names, he was connected. And this is where the impeachment inquiry is moving. This is the focus that the, did, the, did the then vice president, now president of the United States, through his son, try to engage policy in the United States to affect other nations in a pos- or other groups in a positive way because his son was getting paid and he was getting paid. That is what we call in the business a problem. The impeachment inquiry being formalized, as you, as you heard them discuss, uh, this idea that uh, it's to help uh, with the subpoena power. Maybe. I guess. I'm not going to argue it. The only question is, will there be an actual impeachment?
Yes. Former President Trump has pushed for impeachment proceedings against President Biden. Politically speaking, this vote will put House Republicans on record as we get closer to 2024, when all of these members will be up for re-election. Republic- uh, so is this CBS trying to tell me that, oh, this is a, this is a tenuous move for Republicans? And there's Nate Burleson uh, saying that a months-long investigation has not found evidence of wrongdoing by the president. I don't think that's what the investigation found, Nate. I, I think that the investigation is showing there's some real weird stuff going on. Some things that involve questions. I'm here to tell you that I have been the one saying, I don't mind if you impeach, but you can't do it until you've got it. You can't just throw it around. You have to have it. Well, I'm now, as I've said, 50-50 on the subject that they're going to actually impeach in the House of Representatives. In order to do this, to the point of CBS right there, they have to have all the Republicans on board. They have to be able to show all the Republicans, including Thomas Massey and others, that it's there. And then they have to be able to show the Republicans... The Republicans have to show the Republicans that it won't have a negative effect on them in November. If if Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, wants to engage this conversation that this isn't political, this is a, a, a legal conversation, well, he can. But it's a political conversation. And the question is, what will be the result that members of Congress will have to deal with in discussing it with their constituents. You have to have it. And I am 50-50 on whether they do. I am not 50-50 on whether or not Joe Biden is a low-class individual and Hunter Biden is an even lower-class individual. And the Biden family is a family that was trying to finesse their way Two millions. They saw what the Clintons did with the Clinton Global Initiative, and they said, how can we get our piece of the pie? My goodness, they have had some success. Their problem is, is that Hunter Biden is, of course, a screw-up, a drug addict, anything you want to call him, and a dangerous cat. And certainly, as I've said before, I hope that guy has a friend. And I hope those friends are keeping an eye on him because Hunter's a guy who I don't know if necessarily can handle all this pressure that he has brought upon himself. There's a report out that Joe Biden feels bad that, you know, if I hadn't run for president, this wouldn't be happening to him. Well, okay. But you're running again. I mean, why am I supposed to believe that story if you're, if you're doing it again? But that's, you know, I, I think a story, a, a fodder to show what a good family man he is. I don't know if that's true either. What I know is you can't move on impeachment until you have it. And moving on impeachment is all political. I'm 50-50 on it right now. I don't know if I'd move yet. But it's clear that the House is working their way towards that reality. I will catch you guys at noon for border week. Presented by Americans for Prosperity. Catch you at noon uh, there for Tony Katz today. Matt Bear has traffic.